Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden, and this is The Leader. It's one rule for everybody else and one rule for the Conservatives. You know, what we've seen, it's a sort of, um, you know, Westminster storm in a teacup, if I may say so. Owen Paterson was uh, lobbying the government on behalf of a company that was paying him hundreds of thousands of pounds. What we've got to make sure is that we we take all this very, very seriously and that we, we get it right. After the Owen Paterson scandal, Tory Slee's claims are back in the headlines, particularly second jobs. But how damaging is it? And will voters care? Either way, it seems a lot of apologising's going on. Here's Deputy PM Dominic Raab's post-Paterson governmental mayor culpa on LBC. All members of the government agree that it was a mistake uh, to conflate two things. One is the individual case of Owen Paterson, and the other is the systemic process, if you like, the due process, the natural justice, the right of appeal for anyone accused with uh, not adhering to the rules. Now today, MP Geoffrey Cox is facing calls to step down. We're joined by David Bond, the Standard's deputy political editor. David, what's the latest on the Cox revelations? Is he in trouble? Labour are calling for an investigation specifically into whether he used his House of Commons office to conduct outside legal work representing the government of the British Virgin Islands, which is a UK overseas territory, uh, in a corruption inquiry, which was actually called for or launched by the Foreign Office uh, earlier uh, this year. So the claim is that he may have in some way inappropriately used parliamentary property to carry out that work and the Times newspaper, which broke this story um, this morning, they had uh, they found video footage because all the actual hearings that Geoffrey uh, Cox was involved with in were streamed online, and they found one example where it looks like he was participating, representing the BVI online from his office uh, in Westminster. Now Geoffrey Cox has put out a statement today in which he says that he will cooperate with any investigation by the Parliamentary Standards Commissioner, but denies that he has done anything wrong. It all seems a bit back to the 90s and the major era. I wonder what Jonathan Aitken's view might be. 
I actually rang Jonathan Aitken to, to see what he thought of everything, because he's now, as you probably know, after his time in prison, which he served for perjury, if you think back to the uh, very, very big scandal back in the late 90s. Uh, after his time in, in prison, he, he found uh, his faith and he became a, a reverend, Jonathan Aitken. He said to me that um, he puts this in the context of, you know, small earthquake in Chile, not many dead. Um, so he doesn't think it's quite on the scale of what we've seen in the past. Um, but, you know, at the same time, what he said that was different, which was really interesting, was that this was the first time where the government had forced its own MPs, had used a three-line whip uh, to vote on something which was absolutely a House of Commons matter, so it should be a cross-party matter. It shouldn't be the government forcing people, in the case of Owen Patterson, to vote in a particular way. Um, these things are normally on questions of standards and disciplinary matters. They are a matter for the whole house. They are not a matter for the government. And I think that's a really interesting distinction. It goes back to that point I was making before about, you know, the government feeling like with this 80 seat majority, they can sort of do what they want. But how do MPs even have time for this with their constituency caseload? I know it is, it is incredible. And it is worth saying that, you know, MPs from all parties have de- are declaring second jobs, which do take up sort of a, a range of uh, their time, uh, a mix of the, the number of hours that they are committed to this. I mean, in Jeffrey Cox's case, he is saying that he works 70 hours a week so that he is able to sort of balance both his um, outside interest work, his legal work, uh, with representing his constituents. But you are right, you know, this, you know, MPs work very hard. I mean, it's worth saying that, you know, in addition to the four days a week that they generally have to do in the House of Commons, there is a fifth day where they are supposed to be sort of seeing their constituents, uh, back in their constituency, uh, doing local events and so on. And I, w- I was listening to one uh, Conservative MP uh, last night on Newsnight talking about how, you know, it's a seven day a week job, really, being an MP, you know, because at the weekends you are out at events all weekend as well. It feels the Standards Commissioner is somewhat toothless and senior MPs untouchable. Do you think sanctions are needed to toughen up the system to restore public confidence? Well, I would actually make the counter argument. I would say that actually what we've seen over the last few days is a sign of a system working. Because if you go back to the Owen Patterson affair, he was the the Standards Commissioner, Catherine Stone, found him guilty of breaching uh, lobbying rules on a number of different occasions by working for two companies, a a pharma company and a foods company. Um, The standards committee then took away that recommendation and they unanimously found that he had broken um, lobbying rules and recommended this 30-day suspension. Um, In the case of Jeffrey Cox, you know, the reason we know about his vast sums of money that he's earning from his legal work is because he himself declared it in the Register of MPs' interests. And that was updated earlier this week, and that is what has prompted this this very close focus on the amount of work that he's been doing, particularly for the British Virgin Islands. So you could say that the system of transparency and and the Standards Committee is kind of doing its job. What went wrong in the case of Owen Patterson was that the government tried to certainly delay, if not block, his suspension while they... Uh, looked at a broader sweeping review of the way that the parliamentary standards watchdog works. So the thing that Tory MPs are really angry about is this lack of an appeals process. So in the case of Owen Patterson, uh, he was found to have broken the rules. He was then issued with a suspension. 
Owen Paterson argues that he should have been able to appeal at that point to a different body that would take a look at the evidence and, and maybe come up with a different verdict, which is something that you get in all other judicial processes, uh, such as industrial tribunals, etc. In terms of uh, the government's handling of that, that caused a lot of anger that there was this conflation of the issues. And you saw that rapid U-turn, the big retreat from Boris Johnson the following day. So I think that's what's caused a lot of the anger. And then this has brought this focus on second jobs again. David, what's your view on whether all this might be likely to hurt the Conservatives at the next general election? Well, according to the polls, support for the Conservatives are down three points uh, this week on the previous week. Um, so there is a sign that it is having uh, some kind of effect. It should also be said that the lead over uh, Labour was already slipping even before this blew up because you had obviously cost of living crisis, taxes going up, you know, energy and fuel crisis. So I think all that was already starting to, to hurt uh, the Conservatives lead a bit. But compared to MPs' expenses, compared to cash questions, this is not on that scale, I don't think. It's not of that order yet. But it does have the potential to sort of be part of a narrative around Johnson, which is of incompetence. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.